It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Shine nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, the first song I ever recorded myself singing was The Heat Is On. And on I'm the street. Mo, the shorter yet louder and some might even say smarter counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, mom, and super fan of all things friends. Inside and your head. I also randomly (laughs) bust out into spontaneous singing. (laughs) It's just how I make it through life. The heat is... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, sorry. What are we doing today on the show? Uh, I don't remember. No, today on the show, it's uh, we're going to be talking about the best Mario games. Oh, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we've also got a game, a bad joke, five random facts, things we love, and more. But first, today is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021, <laughs> and we got some holidays to celebrate. Yep, it is March 10th. You're right. It is National Landline Telephone Day. Caught up in the action. Does anybody I'll be even have a you. landline oh, telephone anymore? Oh, oh, oh. Um, felons. Uh, uh-huh. Did you just belch? Yeah, I did. <laughs> this show is starting off weird. <laughs> uh, felons do. Okay. You have to have a landline telephone to have a house arrest. Do you? Yeah. Oh. That little ankle monitor yeah. that they wear that gets connected to a thing that's plugged into your landline telephone. Interesting. Yeah. Learn something new every day. It's also (laughs) National No Smoking Day. Don't be smoking, y'all. Don't Not even vape. Don't be vaping. You get popcorn lung. Good grief. I've had to have a conversation with my boys about how vaping is no safer than smoking. I can't. I can't deal with it. I can't. Your kid's been on the vape? No, but they know kids their uh, own age who vape and they're like, well, it doesn't have nicotine in it. And I'm like, no, it definitely does. Well, the ones that they have, the cartridges that they use don't have because you can buy cartridges that don't have nicotine. What's in the them. purpose then? Well, OK, so that was my whole thing. I told Canon like nicotine is what makes it addicting. That's not what. No, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear what on earth could be the purpose. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? The whole like relaxation of inhaling and exhaling. You can do that normally. (laughs) It's called breathing. (laughs) It's called close your eyes, breathe deep to a count of five and breathe out. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. That's how you relax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can do it for a minute and you'll be relaxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vaping. Kids anyway, these days. 
Uh, it's also National Pack Your Lunch Day. Yeah, yeah. So take a lunch. I love packing my lunch. Wednesday is my one day that I don't have to leave the house until the evening. So I don't have to pack a lunch. Mm. Yeah. It's also National Ranch Day, so Blech. make sure you put some ranch in your lunch. Blech. And hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. It's Mario Day. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Mario. Mm-hmm. I'm a number one. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk more about Mario later. It's game day Wednesday, and today we're going to go head-to-head in the same game that we first tried last week, Do You Know Me? Each of us will be answering 15 multiple-choice questions about our preferences, and we're going to see who knows each other better. Yep. Let's go. All right, I'm going to try and guess Mo's answers first. What would Mo rather sign up for? Archery lessons, pottery lessons, fencing lessons, or dance lessons? Hmm. Hmm. Fencing, no. <laughs> pottery lessons. Ah, dance was my second guess. All right, all right. What would Mo not live without? Could not. What could Mo not live without? Music, mobile phone, my pet, hot water. Well, <laughs> Music? Good. Hey, good job. But hot water? I would have to choose hot water over music, right? What would Mo do if she won the lottery? Party, buy a new car, add it to existing investments, or buy a house? Buy a house. (laughs) I knew that one. Yep. What would Mo do if they were given two hours of free time? Sleep, do chores, go on social media, or play video games. Go on social media. Do chores. Mm-mm. I literally Mm-mm. just said that I don't like watching movies because I don't like sitting for long amount of times being unproductive. I understand, but you also post more photos on social media than all of my other friends combined. Yeah, in a dump. <laughs> at, <laughs> at one time. Okay. Takes one minute. What animal would Mo prefer as a pet? A dog, a cat, a snake, or a horse? Snake. No. <laughs> dog. No, cat. I am the cat person. Uh, Not a gross. dog person. Cats can take care of themselves. Gross. We can leave to go oh, So camping. now you want to be lazy. <laughs> no. We can leave to go camping. And not have to have people come check on the dog or check on the cats. Gross. Cats are the worst. They're Uh, (laughs) self-sufficient. What is Moe's lifelong dream? To be rich and famous, to have kids, to travel the world, to own my dream car. I would assume it'd have to be travel the world. Oh, okay. See, I was afraid that was going to make me sound really bad. No, you're you're a traveler. You like to go see all the places i do what would appeal to mo the most money family stability or adventure adventure oh stability how boring can you get stability you know my history (laughs) you're very unstable you're right (laughs) if mo could what would they rather be stronger taller shorter slimmer Hmm. I mean, three of the four are yes. <laughs> so which one did you pick? Yeah. Nobody in our Taller? stream is answering there. Slimmer? 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm judging you for that. <laughs> <laughs> what role would Bo prefer to play uh, in a stage play? The hero, the hero's companion, the villain, a tree in the background. <laughs> this is a good question. Um, but I don't know the answer. The villain. <laughs> I think I would too, though. That's the fun role. Yeah. In a stage play, uh-huh. for sure. <laughs> Brian said you're going to be a tree. Ooh, no. What would Mo prefer <laughs> to put an end to? War, diseases, hunger, pollution. I mean, it's been the COVID year. Diseases. Hunger. Hunger. <laughs> Look at me judging you. How dare you want to solve <laughs> hunger? <laughs> hey, you work in our school district long enough and you'd say it too. What activity does Mo like doing the most? Puzzles, video games, watching TV, exercise, exercise. What? I hate that one. So you're like sitting with puzzles? I don't like to ex- I don't like to do I any of that. I don't sit around and do things no. that aren't productive except exactly. when it comes to exercise. No, I'm I don't not like to do, do any of that. I don't like to exercise. <laughs> I don't like to do pu- What were the other two things? Video games and watch TV. Yeah, I'm not I What's didn't m- say clean the house. <laughs> what is Mo's favorite thing to watch on TV? Sports, news and documentaries, cooking and gardening, reality TV. That's an easy one, reality TV. She is a junk TV junkie. Mm-hmm. Where would Mo prefer to spend their holidays? In a in a Caribbean island, yeah, inside, <laughs> inside the, the volcano, <laughs> uh, in the Alps, in a city full of museums, in an African safari. Hmm, Alps, yeah, uh-huh. all right, because it's the holidays, and I'm not gonna go to the beach during the holidays. I gotcha, I gotcha. What is Mo's favorite mode of transport? Train, boat, car, plane, boat. Have you gotten them all right? No, I've gotten several wrong. On a scale of one to four, with one being the smartest, how smart does Mo think she is? (laughs) Two. Four? (laughs) Oh, that's not giving yourself enough credit. I'm brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) One? Really? Really, you, you know one is the smartest, right? No. Four is the smartest. On a scale of one to four, it didn't say which was higher or lower. The lower number is the dumber number. Four would have been smartest. I mean... It didn't! <laughs> it said on a scale of one to four... I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think it did specify. It just seems logically that it would be. But also saying if you did it 1 to 10, 10 would definitely be the smartest. So yeah. you got to be right. Okay. I'll, I'll give that to you. Okay. That's so my my guess was closer than <laughs> my real. Brian swears it did specify. I don't, I don't it... remember it specifying, but it might well, have. Well, we'll know. have to listen to it again and find out. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it did. Listen. I'm brilliant! If it did specify it, I said four, then we all know I'm really dumb. (laughs) All right, so I got a 72%, so you have to beat 72%, but I have to answer the questions now. All right, I have now answered my questions. Mo's going to try and guess my answers. I don't know. How many do I have to get right? Do you know? I don't know the number 
per se. But oh I got I did gosh. worse this time than last time. What? All right, read, read the question. Which of the, the sorry, which of the following does Matt wish they could do? Fly, breathe underwater, walk through walls, or X-ray vision? Okay, so walk through walk through walls and X-ray vision kind of fall under that whole creeper category mm -hmm. that we talked about last mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. So I really think I'm going to say fly, but it goes against your whole height thing. Mm -hmm. But you also don't like the ocean. Who says? You've said. When? I don't like the beach. That's different than the ocean. If you answered breathe underwater, I'm calling shenanigans. Aw, <laughs> oh, you turd. You made me second guess myself. Breathing you underwater. Turd. Uh, what does Matt wish they could be best friends with? Mo 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 it's not on there. What? Well, not on there. <laughs> what are the answers? My favorite film star, my favorite musician, my favorite sports person, my favorite politician. Okay, so we're going to take out sports person. What's a sports? <laughs> um, I'm stuck between film star and musician. But I don't know who your favorite film star is. Um, I'm gonna say musician. <laughs> Who's your favorite film star? I don't know if I call him my favorite per se. Okay, well then but who I were you thinking when you answered that? I want to be friends with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> He's got to be the most interesting actor on the planet. Most interesting <laughs> and worst must mean the same thing. No, he's the best and worst actor ever. He's awful. Awful. No. If Matt starred in a movie, who would they rather be? A dashing hero, the villain, the witty scene stealer, or the hero's best friend? I mean, I feel like naturally you would be the witty scene stealer. <laughs> that, that would just come naturally to you. Thank you. I am pretty witty. But would you want to be... Your, your mom's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she can wait. <laughs> Would you want... I'm saying the villain. What? The witty scene stealer. You had it right the first time. Don't throw things at me. Jeez. What is Matt's favorite type of holiday? A relaxing beach holiday? No. A city break with lots of sightseeing? Maybe. A party holiday? No. A hiking holiday? City break. Absolutely Ugh. right. Absolutely right. Good job. Which of these countries would Matt most like to visit? He doesn't want to go anywhere. He likes America. France, Australia, Japan, Spain. I'm saying Japan. Good job. <gasps> what is Matt's favorite social media platform? Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram. None of them. None of them. He doesn't like any of them. That's true. But I had to pick the most... Oh, it was not Instagram. It was Facebook. Just barely. Whatever. Only because of our groups. It's only because of Love Thy Nerd Community and Back Row Baptist Church. That hurt my throat. <laughs> what is Matt's favorite type of snack? Chocolate crisps, which, which I chips. can only... Yeah. Biscuits. Which is cookies. Because apparently this was made in the UK. Or fruit. <laughs> chips. Good job. Um... 
if Matt had the superpower of invisibility, he doesn't want that superpower. It's a creeper superpower. What would he do? Play pranks on people, steal money, make the world a better place? Nothing. Well, but see, okay, would you do nothing because you think it's the creeper superpower? I think that's what you would do. But I also think... Okay. Play pranks, Play pranks on people. On people. Absolutely, yeah. See, Good that would nothing would have been the honorable answer to say. Sure. But <laughs> I am also friends with a lot of people that I like to play pranks on. That's true. If Matt was the boss of a big company, on what basis would they hire someone? Looks, experience, education, charisma. Clearly looks. <laughs> okay, well it's not looks or education, but I'm stuck between experience and charisma. And you picked charisma? How shallow do you think I am that I can just be talked into it by a smooth talking uh, <laughs> whatever? Oh, no. <laughs> That's how I got the gig. <laughs> I had no experience. That's how I got this unpaid gig that takes a lot of my time each week. Listen, if one more person asks me, do you get paid to do that? I might lose my mind. Really? You, yeah. get, that, you get asked that a lot? All the time. Yeah. What scenario is most terrifying to Matt? Zombie apocalypse, rise of robots, that's me, alien invasion, or global flood? Why? If there's another global flood, I know God got me. Zombies? Good job, zombies. Zombie yeah, apocalypse. that would terrify me. Robots terrify me. No. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. I, if it was a zombie apocalypse, I would just pull a Michonne and I would walk them like my dogs. But I can't do robots. Eesh. What sounds? Oh, what sounds like Matt's ideal Sunday? Playing board games with friends, going on a road trip, drinking in a bar, going for lunch with friends. Okay. Not drinking in a bar. The other two require other people. I'm saying going on a road trip. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> but for the record, I'd like to go on a road trip with my wife. I prefer okay, going so with I my wife. Said than the other two else. require you to be social. Right. Yeah. Okay. I do enjoy playing uh, playing board games with other people, but it's a it's it's a it's a rarity. If I do it too much, I get claustrophobic or something. I feel weird. Okay. What does Matt do to relax? Spend time outdoors, relax on the couch, have drinks with friends, play video games. Ooh. I mean, you're playing video games while you relax on the couch. Mm, rarely. To relax, he relaxes on the couch. Play video games. I tell you, the Tuesday night Among Us thing that we do is the most relaxing part of my week. Really? Like, I almost live for those two hours just because it makes me, it recharges me, really. Whatever. Which of the following foods are Matt's favorite? Sushi? Nope. Pasta? Pizza? Burgers? It's a hard one. I'm going to say burgers. Ooh, what? close. Pizza. Definitely pizza. I think that's wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know my own tastes. I think it's wrong. Um, where in nature would Matt prefer to spend time? In the woods, in the snow, at the beach, in the mountains? You don't like nature. I, I like certain kinds of nature. You don't like the beach. 
I don't like the beach. Um, the that. woods have bugs. The woods do have bugs. The mountain you could fall off of. Only if I'm on the side. <laughs> okay, but the mountains you would be freaking out the whole time. Not necessarily. My fear of heights only comes from edges of things. In the mountains. Yeah. I'd, I'd be cool being in the mountains if I'm far from a ledge. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And what motivates Matt? Success, family, power, competition. Family. Good job. All right, let's see. I don't really don't know. Oh, yeah, you do? so <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to throw the phone on the floor. Oh, all right. Go away. Thank you. Let's see if you beat 72%. Uh, really? <laughs> Wow, Oriole highlighted a message for you. Hey Mo, do you get paid to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. Oh, uh, all right. I'm the better friend, the better but friend, the better friend. The song wasn't good last week. It's not good. not any better this week. <laughs> Let's take a break here. When Let's we come take back, low blows. Maybe that's why you are the worst friend. You're so rude. Tales of Florida Man. <laughs> but first, Faith and Fandom with Hector Mira. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I'm a day one Pokemon Go player, and I've played almost every day, physically or digitally possible, since then. I've put some time into the game. I've walked 5,149 kilometers, caught 72,100 Pokemon, visited 47,414 Pokestops for a grand total of 51,494,375,000 XP. It's a lot. On average, I keep about 800 Pokemon in my inventory. And yeah, I played a lot. When I first started playing though, I didn't put a lot of time actually investing into the Pokemon I was keeping. The appraisal system used to be trash, where in order to actually appraise your Pokemon to really see if it was worth investing in, you had to listen to like a digital speech that honestly in a game built where you're trying to catch them all, you don't have time to sit there and listen through three screens of text. And so I really didn't put a lot of time investing into evaluating my Pokemon, which means out of my Pokemon, I invested in a lot of stuff that I thought was worth it just because it appeared to be worth it when it turns out they were really trash. Since then, they've completely revamped it where literally all you have to do is click appraise and a little diagram will pop up and show you if it's a one, two, or three star Pokemon. And if it turns red with three stars, it's perfect. Out of the 800 Pokemon in my inventory, 16 of them are perfect. And I know this because I've actually started to take time to evaluate that to see if it's worth investing in. We need to do that with our spiritual life as well, because a lot of times we'll let things influence us, whether it's social media, teaching, 
music, leaders, and things like that without actually testing to see if they are worth the time and investment? 1 Thessalonians 5.21 tells us, test everything, hold fast to what is good. Just because it has a label that it's good for us doesn't mean it is. Just because something advertises that it's Christian or focuses on God doesn't mean that it does. We have a responsibility to actually test what we invest in. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Background Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we're celebrating Super Mario. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you about Mario. In just a second. All right. Ready? Early Early concepts of the game armed our hero with a beam gun and rifle and split the game between on foot stages and shooting stages in which Mario rode on a rocket or cloud. Really? This is what likely inspired aspects of the shooting stages in Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. I've never heard that before. Yep. Um, In an interview with GameSpot, Nintendo producer Oi... (laughs) <laughs> Koichi Hayashida, Hayashida revealed that toads are a genderless race that take on gendered characteristics. Furthermore, he clarified that Toad and Toadette are not romantically involved at all, but are simply the closest of friends. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> The first baddie you ever encountered from Bowser's army was, in fact, the last one added. In the final stages of production, Miyamoto, I, well, I had Miyamoto. it right. Thank you. Miyamoto. I said it earlier, uh, decided the game needed a simple enemy that could be defeated with one hit. With very little memory left in the cartridge, developers created what was basically a little brown blob with eyes and one giant eyebrow, and the infamous Goomba was born. <laughs> A copy of Super Mario Bros. recently sold for over $100,000. Mm-hmm. And true Mario fans will remember the ridiculous line from the 1993 cult classic Super Mario Brothers film when Bob Hoskins Mario claims his full name to be Mario Mario. Mario. Apparently the joke tickled... Say it again. Miyamoto. So much that he decided to roll with it. Mario's full name is Mario Mario. And what's Luigi's full name? I don't know. Luigi, Luigi Mario. Mario. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that was the joke in the thing. What's your name? Mario. Mario what? Mario. Mario Mario. And what's your name? Luigi. Luigi Luigi? No. Luigi Mario. <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> I only briefly remember it, uh, although my boys loved it. Really? It's a yes. terrible movie. They loved it. It's so bad. Yeah. It's such a bad movie. 
but it was an attempt. They took it. They took, you know, the little bit of story that they had and tried to build this whole dystopian future mm-hmm. based on it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, you can't, you can't, can't knock it. You know, they, they get points for trying. It's true. And I did like Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo in those two yeah. roles. They were pretty good. Yeah. Okie dokie. Artichokey. It is time for Tales of America's Worst Superhero, Florida Man. Sometimes I think he's the best superhero. <laughs> it just depends. Headline numero uno. Florida Man charged in Boston area summer camp scheme. Now the headline is not the grabbing thing. It's the story. A Florida man was charged Friday with stealing tuition and deposit payments from hundreds of families who planned to send their children to sports camp in the Boston area in the summer of 2019. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Boston said this. Uh, Mindy Belhassan, 52 of Tampa, Medi, sorry, Medi Belhassan, 52 of Tampa, is charged with wire fraud and aggravated identity theft. He was scheduled to appear in federal court last Friday. No defense attorney was enlisted in the records, blah, 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 blah. Belhassan, uh, Belhassan, in the fall of 2018, claimed to have a venue in the Boston area for his annual MB sports camps, prosecutor says. Based on this information, he collected tens of thousands of dollars in payments from at least 367 families across the nation, as well as advance payments from an online payment company and a commercial lender. That's ridiculous. He used all this money on personal expenses, including vacations, trips to casinos, adult entertainment, federal authorities said. He also used a fraudulent contract with one college and forged a college administrator's signature. Wow. If convicted, he faces more than 20 years in prison. Lovely. I mean, that's a massive undertaking. A fake camp that he convinced 367 families existed pay him money. Got to do that's more, your, crazy. more research. <laughs> Next up. Florida man joyriding excavator likely caused neighborhood's power outage before the Super Bowl. Oh, man. From, Florida, from Fort Lauderdale. Some sports fans in South Florida were forced to find another way to watch the Super Bowl when the power inexplicably went out in their neighborhood. About 30 to 40 minutes before the Super Bowl started, it all just went uh, it went all the way out. I see the trucks and everything, but nobody told me what happened, said Bubba James from, uh, a, a, well, I guess he's a neighborhood person. Okay. A neighbor said a man randomly started operating an excavator that was parked on the street for a project and accidentally knocked down a power line. The man then hopped out and rode off on his bicycle. Wow. Police are still investigating, so they don't even know who the guy is. <laughs> the uh, power was not restored until the game's second half. Hmm. <laughs> That's There was a... I don't think it was a Super Bowl commercial. I think it came out before then, but it was a commercial about people jumping in and doing things that they always wanted to do. Really? Yeah. It was like... Like some, uh, the only one I remember is they, someone got on, uh, behind a bar and slid a drink all the way down the bar, somebody to catch. And then the bartender came and kicked them out said, sorry, just always wanted to do that. It was a bunch of stuff like that That's over and cool. over. But this sounds like, yeah, they parked those things over the weekend. I've always wanted to just get one of the big excavators and mess around. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Um, I looked up. Because, you know, the Super Bowl was played in Tampa Bay. Yeah. And so I looked up to see, thinking it was closer than it was, but it's not. It's three and a half hours. Uh, it separates Fort Lauderdale from 
Tampa Bay. All right, you ready for the coup de gras here? I was kind of excited that it was like they, he had the possibility of shutting down the Super Bowl altogether. <laughs> Ending the reign of the evil Tom Brady. <sighs> All right, you ready? Go ahead. Florida man gets 20 years for cutting off his wife's lover's Shut <laughs> thing. <laughs> Florida man has been sentenced to 20 years behind bars for holding his wife's lover at gunpoint and then chopping off the, <laughs> the paramours. It uh, with a pair of scissors. <gasps> Yikes. Yikes oh. and a half. Alex Benilla, Benaya, Nia, nah, I don't know. In February, entered a plea of no contest and charges of kidnapping to inflict bodily harm, burglary while armed, aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, and aggravated assault with a firearm. 51-year-old must pay more than $251,000 in fines and also facing 10 years of probation in connection with the attack. He doesn't uh, even look upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even read anymore. This is just going to make me... Cringe into a ball. I mean, <laughs> I feel like the only thing that could make it worse is if it said it was safety scissors. <laughs> Be awful. I mean, oh wow. gosh. I mean, the I mean, did the guy deserve it? Yes. Maybe so. Probably. But uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know any I of these people. I mean, the people, husband but... could have been an abusive turd. Like, doesn't make it right. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> like, man, <laughs> you seen... just always immediately want to say yes, he deserved it. But right. do you really know? I mean, no. I don't know what I'd be capable of if I was in that guy's shoes. Oh, I don't I, know. I I know what I would be capable of. <laughs> And so does my husband. Ooh. So, I'm <laughs> right. not gonna get into that then. Yikes! Yeah, gotta uh, <laughs> watch yourself. <laughs> well, as we made it clear, today is March 10th, which is M A R one zero, which kind of visually looks like Mario, and yeah. that's literally how Mario Day came to be the holiday that we celebrate our favorite plumber on. We're going to talk about all things Mario in our next segment. But before we end this one, Mo, what was the very first Mario game you ever played? And what are your memories? Oh, about? my gosh. Okay. We talked about this on two, uh, Monday. Mm -hmm. Monday, we talked about it. Um, and I said that in my home, the home I grew up in, we only had an N64. Yeah. My mom had friends. That's nice. Uh -huh. Everybody deserves friends. So her her friend, Miss Leanne, Miss Leanne had, um, she had the NES. Okay. And so the original Mario, what is that? Just the, uh, just Mario Brothers, I think. Mario Brothers. Okay. You want to know what my memory Might is? Might have been Super Mario Brothers. It's Super Mario Brothers. You want to know what my memory is? Huh. Blowing in that stupid cartridge to get it to work. <laughs> That's my memory. <laughs> Uh, and they say that didn't ever work, but it yeah, sure they did. Say, yeah, they say that it's actually the worst thing you could right. have done for it. Putting because you get spittle all over it and yeah, it's gonna rust it out. And, yeah. yeah, but but uh, it, it always worked, worked every time. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking all about. All the way up through the N sixty four, it worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why are you lying to us? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it can be both true that it works, and it's also the worst thing you can do for it. Yeah, but uh, it can't be one or the other. Right. 
<laughs> so what are your memories of that game? Did you, did you enjoy it? Oh, yes. I See, and I probably, because I wasn't a huge gamer growing up, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a whole lot of exposure to video games, it was typically Mario. Mario, Star Fox, Need for Speed. Those are the three <laughs> games that I can remember playing as a kid. Okay. But Mario was always the safe zone, the safe bet, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think I base all of my experiences with video games off of Mario. Hmm. Okay. Is this like Mario? Because if it's not like Mario, I don't want to play it. So basically platformers is what you wanted to do. Side scrollers. Coin collectors. Yes. Those kind of things. Uh-huh. Uh, which Save you also enjoyed. You Save enjoyed Sonic, which is uh-huh. similar but yeah. different kind of platformer. Mm. Um, yeah, with the NES, I had that. That was my first Mario game as well, which mm-hmm. I liked, but uh, I didn't love it. And I wasn't that great at it either. Oh, I loved I it. Um, with the NES, I also had... Uh, like I had F Zero, I said I had Off Road. Do you remember that one? Mm-mm. That one was a big hit in arcades because it came with a thing where you could all have four cars and you'd have a you'd have a steering wheel and you just take your little off road car on the track. You just reminded me of something. Huh. We didn't have video game consoles growing up, but my parents were a part of a bowling league ah. and they bowled every Tuesday night. Yeah, and the bowling alley had the massive arcade. And that's where I got to spend. Mm. But Pac-Man. Pac-Man, yeah, that was a good one. Was my game. Mrs. Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man. I, I like hated that one. the racing ones because I could never drive. Uh-huh. I always crashed. Excite Bike. Did you ever play that on NES? Mm-mm. No. Nope. That's a classic. Nothing that you have to drive. I can't drive. Ice climbers. No, I no. think that the little guy on Price is Right when you say ice climbers. Tech Mobile. Nope. Sorry, I told you. You need to call Chris again. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Mario. Yeah. Uh, exactly. All right. So yeah, Mario, the very first one, is a good one. It's uh-huh. a good. It's classic. It's iconic. Uh, I still love it. I still think that I need to go back and like play it, but have the books that we now have that explain all of the different levels and worlds and secret hidden passages. You know and- what's great about the switch what it has the nintendo online thing that you can pay for it's like i think it's four bucks a month okay and it comes with two applications that will download on your switch that have all these classic games on them including all the mario games okay and it gives you the ability to pause and rewind and redo a section if you die or you miss jump or whatever yeah it's the only way I was able to beat Super Mario Brothers 3. I've never been able to beat that last world. I always get to it. It's the one with all the cannons and airships that just uh-huh. come rolling in like an armada. I could never get past that level. Hmm. But now it gives you this option of, oh, I died there. Well, I'll know to jump over that next time. Just <laughs> jump over it. I think. <laughs> it's cheating, but at least you can experience it See, all. See, Chris says that. Chris says it's cheating. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's just using your resources. Yeah. As long as you're having fun, it doesn't matter what people think, right? Yeah. Um, But I also think that my family is going to have to buy another Switch. Yeah. Topher hogs it. (laughs) He's a Switch hog. He is. And it's like, (laughs) 
every time we ask him to share it, he throws a fit. <laughs> I called you out. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the best Mario... <laughs> <laughs> The best Mario games. <laughs> but first, a nerdy definition. You got too excited. <laughs> Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is AOE. This acronym is typically stylized as capital A, lowercase o, capital E, and it stands for area of effect. This is a term used typically in video games where you use a weapon or an ability that can damage all enemies in a targeted area, as opposed to damaging just a single target. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. Welcome back to the Macro Morning Show. I'm Radio Mad. And I'm Mo, and today we're talking about Super Mario. But let's, let's get right to it. It is Mario Day, and uh, we got a list here from the Washington Post ranking every Super Mario game. The platformers focus specifically on Mario's adventures, and we're going to go through them and see if we agree with the list. Also share some of our Mario memories. Hmm. Okay. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a list. Uh, there are 19. So this 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 list does not account for the side games. It doesn't count for Mario Kart or Super Smash Brothers, Mario, Mario Party, Party, any of those. And well, we can that's talk. A we can talk about those a little bit at the end. But this is all basically the main storyline driven uh, Mario games. And okay. so there are 19 of those on this list. The first one is Super Mario Run, which is an, a phone exclusive game. Really? Have you ever played this? Obviously not. I have played it. Actually, looking at this list uh, during show prep, prep a couple days ago had me re-download it onto my phone. Really? Yeah. So you can play a little bit of it for free, but you do have to buy the full game, which is $10 uh, to experience the whole thing. Okay. But uh, it's well done. It's a game where you're obviously running. Like it automatically runs. Uh, so you have to time jumps, get coins, even battle enemies while you're actually constantly running. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's actually a decently fun game. Okay. I, it's definitely worth the $10. But when it comes to comparing it to the other Mario platform games, there's no question it, it doesn't it doesn't measure up. It's a... Doesn't compare? Yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a watered-down version of a full Mario story. Okay. But the graphics are good. It's got good... Uh, it's almost like 3DS version graphics of their uh, updated Super Mario side-scrollers. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely worth that, in my opinion. All right, so next up, 18. Super Mario Land. Mm -mm. This is the original Game Boy game. Look at that graphics. Look at that graphics. That's... 
Yeah. So he's not in the Mushroom Kingdom here. He's going to different areas. This has got the Eastern Ireland heads in the background. But you see how blocky he is right yeah. there? It was a very short game. And uh, you mentioned in your facts, like, they used some of the elements for this mm -hmm. game where he could shoot. And I do remember that. There was an element in one of the later stages where he actually commandeers a UFO and can shoot things. And there's also, like, a submarine where he's shooting things out huh. and having to... So, yeah, it's definitely different uh, and fun, but also the worst version of this Game Boy game. Okay. <laughs> uh, but worth a try. Worth a try. Number 18, Super Mario. No, wait, that was that one. Number 17, New Super Mario Brothers 2. So this came to the 3DS, and uh, I don't know if you remember the advertisements for this. But it was all coin focused. Like it was. Oh, I do remember, remember that. Yes. Just like get all the coins you can. And that's what they did. The, the, the coins have been an aspect of the game since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, this is the first time they made it such a big part of the story. So it puts collecting coins front and center as the main mechanic. And while the game was all right, that aspect just kind of made it. Eh. Yeah. Meh. Uh, Main and I think the main reason is because you <laughs> you collect all these coins with the idea that it's going to unlock something, and it does a, a new title screen. That's it. Really? <laughs> wow. So if you're going to play that game, just don't bother with the coins. Uh -huh. is essentially, what I'm saying. Uh, number sixteen, Super Mario 3D Land. All right, so this was a. <sighs> It's like half 3D, half 2D type game. Okay. Came out on the on the DS as well, the 3DS. I remember this one. Yeah. And this one was all right. This was a good use of the 3D uh, thing, the 3D mechanic mm -hmm. that we talked about. Um, it wanted to give you the feel of a Nintendo 64 Mario game, but uh, I don't think it quite delivered. It was weird going back and forth kind of between 3D and 2D. Do you remember playing this at all? Did you no. play this? No, Topher played it. And now I'm questioning if he had the 2DS or the 3DS because... Well, he could play them both. Okay. It, the, 2D, the, the 2DS played 3DS games. It just okay. didn't give you the option of implementing the 3D. Okay. Which would make this harder because there were some puzzles and stuff that you could only really solve with the 3D thing enabled. Like it would pop out a block or whatever, and that's where you could jump, but you wouldn't be able to see it if it wasn't 3D. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So that would be a drawback. Okay. Uh, next up, 15. I think this is way too low on the totem pole. It's Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. So this is the very second Game Boy Mario game. That is the very first Wario. Yeah. Look at that big old mm -hmm. big headed guy. Yep googly eyes and everything but this game was a blast this yeah. is one of my fit this is top five mario games for sure for me this uh utilized graphics similar to super mario brothers 3 but it had like different worlds you had like this this tree world with all these weird honeybees that you had to face okay you had a literal robot mario that you would climb up and each level was almost like a lego set with a lot of different mechanics and uh, oh, and it had one of the best power-ups that's, I think, only ever been in this game. And it was the carrot. And it turned you into a bunny. And you could 
jump really high and bounce off things. And it was very useful. It was very fun. Interesting. This game is great. It had a lot of hidden secrets. You could go up to the moon and jump in a spacesuit with no gravity or very low gravity. I mean, it just, it was a blast. And you collected your six coins, and then that opened the castle door to Wario's castle. And you had to go on this very extensive uh, boss level. Like, it was a killer level. It was really hard to beat. Hmm. And that was just to get to Wario to face him. And then you had to beat Wario three times. Really? In succession in order to win. Like, when I beat this game, I was over the moon. And this was the first time, the first game that I ever beat where I was like, I am completely satisfied with that entire experience. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, It's a really good game. Really good. All right, number 14 on this list, New Super Mario Brothers. Uh, now, this one was the first Nintendo DS outing where they tried to go back to the roots of the original Super Mario games. Uh, 3D graphics, but still just a side-scrolling platformer. It was fun. They introduced, like, the giant mushroom and the mini mushroom, so you'd be a giant guy. You could just plow through the stage or mini guy, and you could get into these tiny secret areas. You know, it was neat, but... Yeah. It was easy. You know, it wasn't a challenge. Mm-hmm. But then uh, number 13 is new or Super Mario 3D World. So this took off on the 3D Land concept, brought it to the Wii U. And not a lot of people played it because it was on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, but that is actually being re-released. No, I think it's re-released already. They've for re-released the it for the Switch. Uh, Super Mario 3D World with a bonus game called Bowser's Fury. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll be getting that soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 12, Super Mario Brothers 2. Did you play this one? Maybe. Ever in your friend's house? This was the weird one where you had the Shy Guys and you pulled turnips out and Maybe threw not. them and all it this. It looked familiar, but. It's completely different from any other Mario game because it wasn't a Mario game when it was created. See, Japan had a normal sequel to the original NES game, Super Mario Brothers 2. Looked exactly like Super Mario Brothers 1. The levels were just harder. Okay. And the, they thought Americans would suck too much to do, do those levels. So instead, they reskinned a game released in Japan that had nothing to do with Mario and added Mario characters to it. But it had lasting effects to the series. The Shy Guys, of course, became a, a constant uh, baddie in the in the zone. We, yeah. we saw Birdo, which is a classic, uh, uh, not necessarily villain, but just a, also a bad character, but shoots eggs out. It's like the pink equivalent to Yoshi. We've seen him in a few other things, but not too often. Uh-huh. Um, but the way the, the way the characters actually move is what really stuck. Mario moves normally. You could play as Mario, Luigi, Princess, or Toad. Okay. Mario moves normally. Luigi can kind of luffed up a little bit, like he kicks his legs and he can kind of jump higher than everybody else. Okay. Princess Peach can kind of glide down. Yes. Uh, I don't remember what Toad's thing was, but you know they could all do different things, and those kind of mechanics stuck. In fact, even playing a Super Mario Run, I was talking about. 
when you play as any one of those characters, that's how they operate now still. Mm -hmm. Luigi can jump a little higher. Princess Peach luffs down. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty neat. Uh, but it was really weird. It didn't have Bowser as the bad guy. It had some weird frog dude. Uh, I do remember this one. It was hard. Yeah, there was like digging mechanics and there was that mask thing that would float around and try and yes. zap you. You had to get keys. You went into like this netherworld thing if you went through the door and you're in this back with the shadows and all that. And Yeah. Like it was nuts. So there weren't like mushrooms in the normal sense where it would make you bigger or smaller. There weren't power-ups like that. It was just uh, health. You had like these three little diamonds here mm -hmm. as your health. It was very different. But I enjoyed it. But I think it fits at 12. That seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> Number 11, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Uh, I've not... Well, there's no screenshot for that one. But I've not played this one either. Uh Apparently, it's just a better version of the DS series on the console. Okay. Um, well, I feel like I had to have played it. I just don't remember it. But yeah, again, it's a side-scrolling version of it, 2D. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine 10, this is way too high for me. Did you ever play this one on the uh -uh. GameCube? No. This is where he had his little water backpack, Flood, I think was the name. And that was the main play mechanic, is you're shooting things with water. There's sludge and graffiti and... Uh, it's just, I, I don't even it. think it looks good. I hated it. Some people love it. It is typically called the hardest Mario game. Really? Yeah. I, I think I got halfway through it, and then I just gave up. Hmm. Uh, now, I have it again on that 3D All-Stars game that I got for the Switch. So I might take another stab at it, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Number nine, New Super Mario Brothers U. Is that for the Wii U? That is for the Wii U. I'm assuming yeah. it has to be. Yeah. Uh, also, never played that mm -mm. one. Uh, so I don't know. Super Mario Maker. Did mm -hmm. you play this one? I haven't played I haven't it. Played, but, but you've seen it? Yeah. Topher have it? I don't think he has it. I'm pretty sure a friend of his had it. Oh, okay. Where you can build your own levels. Yeah. Uh, the big draw for this one in the sequel is that there are other people who are much better at building cool levels than you out there, and you can connect and play with theirs over the internet. Huh. So you kind of have like a never-ending game. Like yeah. there's always new levels. That's cool. It's really neat. So yeah, I like that. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is in number seven. I never played the second one. I played the first one. The first one's really good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how good the second one is, but I do know there was Yoshi in this one. You could, this was like the, one of the very few games where you can actually ride Yoshi. Really? <laughs> yeah. I need to, I need to play that. Number six, Super Mario Odyssey. I do not agree with it being at number six. This would be my number one. Really? This game is so dang good. What's weird though, and you can see it here. Is there is a level called New Donk City, which is basically a New York clone. And there are real people. Actual normal-sized people. Yeah, there are. Normal-proportioned people. <laughs> That's very odd. Have you seen this game at all on the Switch? Do y'all have it? No. You don't have this uh -uh. game on the Switch. You have a Switch and you don't have Super Mario what Odyssey. What did I just say about the Switch? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy a new one. You do. And you need to get this game. This is the game. I have to buy one apparently that is mine yes yeah and then get this game and it's all mario the cool play mechanic on this is the hat uh your hat actually gets chopped up at the beginning and you meet cappy which uh 
is a weird like ghost kind of character. I don't really know what they are. Okay. But uh, he can transform into whatever hat. And so you throw your hat onto enemies or other things and you become them briefly to do tasks. Hey, that's. Yeah. That's it's really neat. Very smart. Yeah. And so you can become Goombas. You can become uh, a dinosaur. Like there's a giant actual realized dinosaur in one of these levels that you become. And you wow. just plow through a bunch of stuff. Uh, it's just, it is, it is a fantastic game. I can't say enough about it. I've played all the way through it six or seven times. Really? It's so good. Hmm. Uh, all right. So that one should have been higher. <laughs> Number five on the list, Super Mario Brothers, the OG. There we go. The OG platformer. Not the first Mario game, though. No, 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 no. Do you know that? No. Not counting Donkey Kong, because technically that's oh, Mario. Oh, that's right. I did know that. But the original one is just called Mario Brothers, and that is a versus game. It's Mario versus Luigi, and you're in these little pipes and you're trying to get all the characters, and they put it as a mini game in a couple other games. Yes. Yeah, that was the first one, arcade game. Uh, anyway, yeah, five's a good ranking for it. It's a classic. It's good. It gives you the taste of what was to come. And it came out in our birth year, 1985. Mm -hmm. uh, number as four. As old as we are. Yeah, number four, Super Mario Brothers three. I mean, that's a really good game. I don't know how you can remember like. You don't remember Super Mario Brothers 3? Well, I'm saying I don't I don't know how you can remember the differences in Oh, they're all so different. Okay. Well, Aside from the newer versions of platformers, but But they are very different. Super Mario Brothers 3 was the one that introduced the Tanuki suit, the leaf, uh, where you had the little like raccoon tail or whatever and you could fly. Oh yeah. yeah. Had the boot, uh, had the cool trick where uh, if you were on a white block in this thing, you could crouch down and hold it for about five seconds, and then you'd slip behind the scenery, and then you'd finish the stage behind all the scenery in the stage, and you get to the secret world, and you get the magic flute. The flute would take you into another world. No, I don't remember you that. You remember that? Mm -mm. There was, this is the first introduction of the giant world, where there were giant Goombas and giant turtles and giant blocks, hmm. and you were normal. I mean, it was just a dang good game. Dang good. Interesting. Number three on the list, Super Mario 64. It's a classic. It is a classic. It's one of the greatest. I did like the update for the 3DS. Uh, the 3DS made the graphics better and also gave you the ability to play as Luigi, Wario, and Yoshi. Really? They added 30 stars, I think, some of which had to be completed by one of the, th the four characters. Okay. And uh, they also added, like, a butt-ton of mini-games. A metric butt-ton <laughs> of really fun mini-games. So it, it fleshed out that game to its fullest potential. Interesting. Um, fun fact. Yeah. When I was at school, yeah. my mom took over the N64 <laughs> and had her own little... Oh, I think you told me this before. Had her own little save file. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if we messed with that save file, we were dead. She would end you. Yeah. Uh, number two on this list, and this would be my number two as well, is Super Mario World. 
the first Mario game that came with the Super Nintendo. Mm. Do you remember this one at all? This was the Probably first not. Yoshi uh, riding game. No. Had uh, switch blocks and Bowser flying in his little clown Mm-mm. helicopter thing for the first time. This is a fantastic game. So you should get that Nintendo Online subscription just to play this. Got it. Uh and then their number one is Super Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy is a fun game. I can't put it in number one. Okay. It's fun, but it's also weird. This is the weirdest of the gimmick uh, gimmick uh, Mario games. Gimmicked Mario games. Because you're playing in a... On spheres, essentially. The entire game, you're playing on spheres and jumping from sphere to sphere. And it makes running difficult. But you also had this other mechanic where you had to point the the Wiimote onto the screen to collect all these star bits or to shoot them. And it was, in my opinion, it was clunky, that addition. Because you had to have the star bits. That was a a, a, a thing you needed for a lot of unlocking in the game but uh the way you had to collect them was just it took away from the the flow of the game the pacing of the game interesting it's a fun game and it would still be in the in the top 10 i would not put it at one well i have a question for you yeah why is super mario galaxy or yeah did i say that right yeah Why is that? Okay, what is the difference in that? And, um, shoot, my mind just went, um, not, oh, like Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers and Mario okay. Party. What's the difference that makes it one of these Mario games that can be categorized, but not those. Because we are calling these platformers. This is a specific genre of Mario game, as opposed to fighting games, racing games, party games. Those are different okay. genres of game. I got it. So let's talk about those. What are your favorite non-platformer Mario games or series or whatever? Are you a big Mario Kart person? Super mm, Smash Brothers? I don't like driving things. So, no, I don't like Mario Kart. Um, Smash Brothers is so fun. Yeah? Yeah. I've played a lot of Smash Brothers. I just never really get into it. So, let me tell you. I have no skill when it comes to Smash Brothers. Mm. None at all. Um, but it is Topher's favorite game. Has always been since he was probably five. Really? It is just his, like, I think it's probably his nostalgic game. Mm, okay. You know? Um Every time I play with him, I destroy him. <laughs> Every time. It doesn't matter if we pick our characters or if we do the random pick mm-hmm. and let the computer pick for us. Every time, I destroy him. I'm recalling this now. We did buy Super Mario or Super Smash Brothers Melee, which was a GameCube game. We bought it when we got our Wii. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Daedra destroyed me mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Yeah. And she has no skill whatsoever with video games. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I feel like. Wow. I feel like a gamer when I play that game. <laughs> um, and I was just recently introduced 
within the last year um, to Mario Party. Yeah. Actually through Topher's girlfriend. She brought it over one night while we were all hanging out. And I I like it. It's it's not bad. Yeah, it's fun when you're playing with a group of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not a one-player game. No. But it was fun. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I would say my favorite... And I would say even just above all Mario, even platformers included, I would put most Mario karts in the number one sp- position. Really? And part of it's nostalgia. I remember buying the very first Mario Kart for SNES, or rather getting it as a gift and playing that. And it was very, it's kind of crude, but it was still like a 3D game on the 2D system. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well uh, for what it was early on. Then as a kid, we got the Nintendo 64, and I remember Mario Kart 64 coming out. And actually, I had a subscription to Nintendo Power Magazine, so I knew that thing was coming out like a year in advance. They had a special article on it every single month. (laughs) I'm like, I cannot wait for this game. I cannot wait for this game. I remember it came. uh, You know, my parents couldn't buy it for me when it came out. You know, it was going to be a gift later on. So I'm like, I'm trying to rent this thing. So yeah. I go to, I'm going to have him begging my mom to take me to Blockbuster oh, man. every single day. Games. I wish you could still do begging that. to rent that. And it's always gone. They had five copies and they were always gone. And I remember one day uh, we went and it was like 7 p.m. Uh, and that's that's when their return thing was like yeah. we had to have it in by 7 p.m the that next day or whatever day it was the return day and i asked him do you have one he said no we have one that's supposed to be in now but they're not here yet i said (laughs) i said can you call my mom (laughs) if it comes in and we'll come and get it i volunteered my mom to come back to blockbuster who knows how late into the night uh and i said okay and so my mom agreed to this and we went home and we just sat there and we waited and it was like 9.30, and I think they closed at 10. Wow. It was 9.30, and they called, and my mom's like, all right, let's go. So we went, and we got it, and I came back, and mom said, oh, you have to go to bed now. I'm like, but, but, but we just got it. Can I, can I play one, one level? One level, please. So I plugged it in. I got to play one level. I think it was Donkey Kong, because um, back then with those cartridges, Progress was saved on the cartridge, not on the system. Yeah. So all the levels were open. Uh, and I think I played Donkey Kong uh, Jungle. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> I spent the next three days that we had it just nonstop. All yeah. by myself. I didn't play with anybody else. I didn't have any siblings my age. And, yeah. And so I just played. played, And that was a great memory. Uh, so flash forward to the Nintendo DS that came out with... Uh, Mario Kart DS, and Deidre and I would play it, and we both had DSs. I remember, yeah. Yeah, and then Greg and Tina saw what we were doing, and said, that's pretty cool. So they bought themselves both DSs as well and both got the game. And so we were all playing Mario Kart. And then uh, Joanna decided to buy buy one. Uh, She wanted one. And then her boyfriend got one. And then... Brian, the youngest one, well, he wanted one too. And, That's so funny. And then he actually saved his allowance and bought uh, his his girlfriend one. So there were what? eight of us. And it was, it lasted nearly a year. Every Sunday, we would go to church and we would go home. We would eat lunch and then we would spend three hours playing local multiplayer in the living room of their house. Wow. Just Mario Kart race after Mario Kart race. And it was 
So much fun. Yeah, that's such, such a, a good memory. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And now, flash forward to now, and uh, I just got the memory in my Facebook like three days ago that it was Eli's first day playing Mario Kart when he was four. Aww. And he was already killing it. Yeah. But what I really like about this Mario Kart, uh, the one for the Switch, is that it gives you the option for like kid-friendly controls. So you can have it to set it to where the control the car won't file, fall off any edges. What? Or you can set it to where it'll automatically accelerate, like auto accelerate. Apparently, that's what I need. Yeah, and so we you know we can turn that on for Johnny, and Johnny can still you know Aww. play even though he doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah. And Eli's getting to the point where he's like trying to turn that off as much as possible. Yeah. And get a little bit better, and so. Uh, usually once or twice a month, we devote a night to where we're just, all of us just playing Mario Kart and we all take turns picking levels and whatever. And it's a blast. It's some of my favorite times. So Mario Kart, I don't know if it truly is the best Mario game of all in, uh, you know, in the world, but to me, that's where all my biggest best memories are. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's good. It's a good series. Yeah. Uh, and it was Mario Kart Wii that, uh, I had a revelation. See, my wife is not great with, uh, video games. You know, we've, we've said that. Mm-hmm. She is one of the people, and you might do this too. I don't know. I'm not meaning to, to downplay anybody, but great. she's one of the people that moves the controller yeah. and her arms with yeah. everything that happens. Uh-huh. And the Wii came out and that was what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And suddenly she was really good at Mario Kart. <laughs> I'm like, this is not fair. <laughs> I've been honing this crap since I was a child. You can't just come along. And now the yeah. motion controls built around you. Yeah, this is the first time she really started kicking my butt. I can remember <laughs> playing Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. Not Mario, sorry. But I can remember playing Need for Speed and my brother's picking on me. <laughs> because I would lean yeah. the car. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, is that helping you? Is that helping you drive? <laughs> and I think that's why I don't like to play driving games. Because well, to this day, I can you. still hear my brother's, is it helping you? The truth is it was helping you. It was helping you focus on what was happening. You yeah. were all in. You were invested. It's and true. so your body was reacting to that. Yep. Yeah. Turd Brothers. <laughs> well, happy Mario Day, everybody. Celebrate with playing your favorite Mario game today. Yay. Um, before we go, though, it's uh, it's bad joke time. You ready for your weekly bad joke? Never. We didn't get to do one last week. Never. All right. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, that's just mm-hmm. stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. What's green, fuzzy, and would hurt if it fell out of a, fell on you out of a tree? Well, I don't know what. A pool table. <laughs> that's why it's a bad joke. <laughs> it's like a three-year-old's joke. Uh, what does a house wear? Towels. Address. <laughs> uh, why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the pee's silent. Woohoo! <laughs>
Yay! Mo's on the bad joke bandwagon. I knew that one. All right. We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll share something that we love. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to share with you some things that we love. Five Below. What's that? It's a store where everything in it is $5 or below. And it's amazing. You get good quality stuff for $5 or below. It's like the good night. Dollar Tree but better. But more expensive. <laughs> but not by much. By like 400%. <laughs> You're ridiculous. That's a crazy markup. It's actually <laughs> amazing. Okay, okay. Okay. Amazing. They just opened one in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. All right. You ready for my thing? Yeah. Furs Buffet. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember Furs? We used to have one here. So, fun fact. It was great. It closed yeah. the Sunday after we started attending Highland. Oh, yeah. That would have been right about that time. Yep. Yeah, we had a furs right across the street from our church. And uh, I hardly ever got to go there because nobody else in my family likes it except my dad. And so we would, my mom was all, would always go spend Thanksgiving with uh, her mom because I think her birthday is around there, too. And her mom lived alone since my grandpa passed away. Uh, I don't know why I call her her mom just constantly. My grandma. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so my dad was usually alone for Thanksgiving. So Deidre and I started making it just a, a, a routine every year that we would just all go to Furs because that was his favorite restaurant. We'd take him to Furs and they were always open on Thanksgiving. And uh, that was good. You know, you go there for the, the quantity, not the quality. Sure. But it wasn't bad. They had a lot of really good stuff. Uh, some misses. I'll give I'll give you that, but that's what a buffet is for. Yeah, if you don't like it, you just move on down to the next tray. Yeah, see what you like. That's fair. Uh, there was one we visited in Las Las Cruces, I think. It was the first of the new style, like the one that we had here was the classic cafeteria style with the one long line, kind of like in you know schools. You know, you're going yeah. with your tray and you went long line. Uh, they started making new ones that were more along the lines of Golden Corrals, where there were a bunch of different stations all around, and you just took around and got yeah. whatever you wanted. That was nice, too. Uh, 
put a lot of less pressure on going to get seconds. Mm-hmm. With seconds at the cafeteria style fairs, you had to go to a door yeah. and ask some person, hey, can you give me more mashed potatoes? <laughs> it was really weird. So in North Carolina, we had a place called, I want to say it was K&W's. K&W? Yeah, K&W. I'm almost 100% positive. Um, but it was like furs. And I only ate there one time. And I was 18. K&W cafeteria. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had no idea. Like, I grew up eating Golden Corral or Ryan's Steakhouse, which was like Golden Corral. Exactly the same thing. Um, where you take your tray and you walk around. Yeah. K&W, like furs, you walk through the line with a tray and you pick and choose. And I had no idea that that's how it worked. <laughs> and so I'm looking at all this food and I'm like, I don't, I don't really want that. I don't want that. I make it all the way to the end and I have nothing on my tray. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I'm not eating. I don't know. There's nothing that really <laughs> appealed to me. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that was like, that was it. That is a 73 year old North Carolina based cafeteria chain. Yeah. Declared bankruptcy in September of last year and is closing about a third of its locations. Oh, that's a bummer. (laughs) I wonder if the Greenville location is is on there. Uh, There's also another buffet style place called Poncho's. Okay. Uh, There's a lot in Texas. There used to be a lot more. I think there's only like three left now. But that was also the same thing. It was a buffet style, but it was all Mexican food. And okay. who boy looks great. Wish yeah. we had one here. Buffets are just, I mean, Golden Corral, though, I've never enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I've gone to Golden Corral a lot, actually, because we used to have one here as well. And uh, that was the kind of buffet place that my mom liked for some mm-hmm. reason. Uh, they're always filthy. <laughs> See, <laughs> now, and I can weird. remember when they first became big yeah. and popular. Um, and then they weren't disgusting. Mm. Then they were really good quality. My brother used to call them the place with the good rolls. <laughs> um, or the good bread. The good I think bread. that's what he said. The good bread. Can we go to a place the with the good bread? Sunday after church was our day to eat out. Yeah. We always knew that. And so, yeah, Tony would always say, can we go to a place with the good bread? <laughs> and we all knew that was Golden Corral. Um, my sister-in-law now lovingly calls Golden Corral the trough. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And when you think about it, it yeah. it's fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Chris's mom and dad used to love Golden Corral. If they were going to eat out anywhere, that's where it was going to be. Was, and so April would always be like, uh, I guess we're going to the trough. Mm. Have fun. <laughs> Golden Corral was the first place that I ever saw gummy bears as an ice cream fixing. Yeah. Fixing. Uh-huh. Fixing. And I tried it and I hated it. Yeah. It's the dumbest it freezes thing. Them. Exactly. And you can't chew, you can't even chew through them. Nope. And then it, the very, yeah, it's the worst lesson learned ever. Absolutely. You it try seems like this is and fun. they get stuck yeah. instantly yeah. to your teeth. It's awful. Ruins your entire dessert. <laughs> All right. Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Unlike Golden Corral. <laughs>
Uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. we got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can find LTN Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, ru- subscribe, <laughs> subscribe and rate five stars <laughs> and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as Matt and our friend Hillary share about the TV shows that destroyed them. Mo, final thought? Subscribe is not a word. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs>